What's up, Llama listeners? Joe here, and I'm excited to announce our partnership with Blazing Star Barbecue. Blazing Star Barbecue is a veteran-owned business owned and operated by Mike Starr, a veteran of over 20 years of military service and a fantastic member of the Llama family. Through his amazing rubs and sauces, Mike is devoted to bringing unique flavors from his world travels to your backyard. And I got to tell you, I love me some Blazing Star Barbecue, especially the Reaper and brand new Scorpion rubs. I absolutely put them on everything, and they pretty much have rendered the rest of my spice cabinet obsolete. Check them out at BlazingStarBarbecue.com and Blazing Star Barbecue on all social media platforms and get your sauces and rubs today. We promise you won't be disappointed. The Llama Lounge is a proud member of the Lima Charlie Network. Live. Learning. Leadership. The Llama Lounge. Hey team, this is your boy Frankie Z. Uh, super excited today, representing on behalf of the Llama leadership team. Um, we are here at the 2022 Air Force Science Association Professional Education and Development Symposium. Uh, we're on location at the Grand Hyatt in San Antonio, Texas, and we are surrounded by some amazing airmen and guardians that are attending conferences, workshops, and development seminars. Uh, point blank, if you're not in San Antonio this week, you are truly missing out. Um, so this year, the Llama team was it, had the opportunity to be invited to this great event. And we're, we're doing on-site interviews, so it's going to be an amazing time for us. Um, while I was thinking about which guests that we should select for this amazing event, uh, the first person that comes to mind is my buddy Johnny Martinez. Let, before we get into it, i got to tell you about Johnny. Um, Johnny is a 24-year United States Air Force veteran, retired senior master sergeant, uh, coveted real estate agent, successful business owner, and even has his own podcast called New Braunfels Nightlife. He's an impressive leader. I couldn't think of anybody else to have here today. Johnny, uh, thanks for being here, brother. My friend, what an intro. Yeah. You made me sound pretty good. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, hey, what an impressive event. Thanks for having me out here. Downtown San Antonio, no other place I'd rather be. So downtown San Antonio at the Grand Hyatt, specifically at the Henry B. Gonzalez uh, Convention Center. Yep. I'm surrounded by a bunch of leaders, a bunch of developers, a bunch of just influencers. So Air Force, there's, there's former Air Force, and they're all here today and for the week yeah. to talk about leadership and professional development. Yeah. Yeah. That is such a, an important piece of an Air Force member's uh, lifeline yeah. is professional development. Just making yourself better and becoming a better leader so that way you can lead and influence the people behind you. So thank you for the opportunity, my Absolutely. What, what's amazing is that what you probably can't see is I'm active duty chief master sergeant, but this guy, we, we, got, we walked in the Grand Hyatt, he knew 10 people in the first 30 seconds. So maybe that speaks volumes to the amount of work that he did while he was a recruiter. So uh, before we get into your duty history, Johnny, uh, I want to talk to you about one of the first things that we do is set the stage for us. How did Johnny Martinez get to where he is today, um, you know, starting off with just kind of your, your military background? 
So my military background is pretty, it's pretty broad. I grew up here in San Antonio, um, joined back in 1996. Uh, I was just a young punk kid. I had both parents, so I had a foundation. I knew right from wrong, but the Air Force really set me on a path for development, leadership, the things I mentioned before, the reasons why we're here. Yeah. The Air Force had instilled in me a, a plan and a purpose. So when I joined the Air Force, I didn't really know what I was gonna go into. I just thought I was gonna go just put a uniform on and travel the world. So my first duty assignment was in Abilene, Texas, not too far from here. Um, I was there in, in Abilene for five years, but what really set me off as far as an Air Force career is when I decided to re-enlist and become a military training instructor. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know what a military training instructor is, those are the guys with the Smokey the Bear hats, uh, men and women, um, and they go around and they develop and train civilians to be military yeah, members. That's front line right there. Front line, those are the guys, they put the, the uh, you know, their best foot forward to make sure the Air Force is getting the best leaders out of their, their civilians that, that come in. Mm -hmm. So we, a lot of training, a lot of discipline, a lot of tears, blood, and sweat. Um, back then it was six and a half weeks of basic training. I'm not sure what it is now, but we developed and right. trained these, these, uh, these young airmen. And what helped me is that is when the light bulb turned on above my head, Frank. And I said, this is my calling. This is what I need to do in the Air Force. Lead, train, and develop, and influence people to be leaders, to take my spot. So I did that for four years, and I had a, a breadth of experience. A lot of, I had a special skill set that the Air Force taught me. Um, and then I went on to be a recruiter, and I was a recruiter for 16 years. So that's when I leveled up even higher, yeah. and I was able to influence people that the Air Force life was a pretty good deal compared to what they had going on in their current situation. Yeah. Whether it be working at, at uh, Walmart, Starbucks, whatever it may be, the Air Force has great benefits. Sure. And a lot of intangibles that you just, intangibles are things you can't touch. Leadership, uh, followership, commitment, all these different things like excellence. So that is when I really um, influence people to join the Air Force and I changed their life. So changing people's life, not only changing my own life, is what my passion was. And I continue to do that today yeah. in real estate. So in recruiting, I would, I would sell people opportunities. And now after the Air Force, I'm able to get people into homes and still help out the military community and the veteran members as well yeah. with the realization that they can uh, find their future home. Sure. And uh, nobody comes and goes more than, than, uh, than the Air Force members or military members. Yeah. And so I enjoy doing that as well. Yeah. So great question, Frank, and, and thank you. But there is a long list of, of things that got me to where I am today, but mostly the Air Force. Yeah, so you know, thinking about your, your military career, was there, was there one person that really was a, um, a figure in your mind that really made an impact on your career? And if so, not necessarily who that was, but what characteristics did they embody uh, that you were able to kind of say, all right, well, that's, that's, that's a great leader right there, and I wanna, I wanna be that person. Great question. Um, like I mentioned earlier, when I became a military training instructor is when the light bulb turned on above my head. Seeing individuals with confidence, with commitment, the ability to motivate others and mentor others really set my mindset on fire. Yeah. That's when it really took off for me and I was like, I can do those things. That is my calling. 
that is what I want to do when I grow up. Yeah. So I knew that I had a passion for it. I just didn't have the flame hadn't sparked yet. Yeah. But once I became a, a, a training leader, is when that spark it blew up and it, it really set me set me on fire. Sure. And uh, that is what what really fueled me. Yeah. Uh, so just the commitment, the people with motivation and passion to, to lead. That is what really helped me out. I mean, that's just an, an amazing story. Mm -hmm. um, you know, thinking about some of the challenges that you had and how did that mold your, your leadership that you have today uh, while you were serving? So I had a lot of challenges. I had a lot of mental challenges. Um, there were some times I didn't want to get up in the morning because I was too tired. That was a challenging and stressful job. A lot of challenges, you know, physical ailments. Um, it is a very physically demanding job. But I had mentors that told me, Johnny, you got to do it. People are watching you, people are depending on you, and people want you to help them. Yeah. So that really set me uh, apart as well. It said, you know what? No pain, no gain. If I just sit there and, and feel sorry for myself, nothing's gonna get done. Yeah. So those are some of the challenges. There were challenges within myself, really, mm -hmm. and just my, my mental uh, mindset. Once I got past that, I, I've learned sky's the limit for me, and I continue to have that same mindset. Yeah. I'm passionate, I'm hungry, and I have a strong vision to really help people out. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's interesting that you bring that up because one of the things that we're studying, I'm, I'm in a, a coach class, mm -hmm. and they talk about self-limiting perceptions. Mm -hmm. um, what were some of the self-limiting perceptions for you, and then how did you overcome them? Confidence, I would say. Being able to speak in front of a large crowd, um, not having um, the motivation some days. Uh, but I just got out there and did it. I would visualize myself talking in front of the AT&T Center yeah. or in front of the Alamo Dome or whatever. And if I can visualize it and I can see myself successful in that vision, it made me even, even more confident. And yeah. I was able to go, go out there. So when I did it, I was like, I've done this before. This is pretty simple. Sure. So I would limit myself often. And um, there, I still have some instances of, of that. I mean, there's still some... Some things that I'm, uh, you know, I'm not completely uh, on that on that extreme level. There are some things I get nervous about. Yeah. You know, let's just be honest. I'm a human being. We yeah. all are. Yeah. And that's for any leader out there as well. Don't limit yourself. Make sure that you have that confidence, that vision. Practice, practice, practice. Uh, speaking, whether it be it's speaking, whether it's counseling somebody individually, whether it's um, taking care of uh, big decisions. Whether it's solving problems, we all leaders have to deal with all kinds of different variables, and when you're leading people, there's just so many variables. So walk yourself through scenarios, read leadership books, watch these influential mo uh, motivators on on their podcasts, things like that that'll help you and give you a developmental sense of of what uh, what you're trying to do. Yeah. And I think it'll be better. So yeah. just everybody limits herself in some capacity, but there are ways to get past it. It's all mental. Sure. You know, I think I think you bring up a good point to you know our listeners. Everybody's going to have some sort of self-limiting mm -hmm. perception, but how you overcome that adversity is your ability to uh, practice healthy living habits. Mm -hmm. You know, whether that's meditation, working out, eating healthy. Eating healthy is my worst. Mm -hmm. uh, Mine sometimes, too. You know, I got all <laughs> kinds of cakes and snacks at the house. We had some family over, so. Uh, uh, but yeah, so those little things will kind of help you with some of the confidence issues. Mm -hmm. I, one of the things that helps me with confidence is, is working out. 
Uh, there is no other better high to get, you know, from a runner's high, and that really just boosts some confidence mm -hmm. and then gets some creative thoughts going. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, so moving forward here. So now, 24 years, finally decided uh, it's time to take a uniform off. What did that transition look like into, and then did you know you wanted to be a real estate agent? So, great question. And this is a great question that a lot of other people that are transitioning have. It's scary. Because for 24 years, I was wearing the military uniform. For 24 years, I knew a certain way on how to do things. I was structured, I was organized, and I was committed to the Air Force. Still am today. But at that time, I was like, whoa, what am I gonna do after? I knew I wanted to transition over into the civilian sector, but I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. So my wife, Jessica, she had just become a real estate agent while I was still in the Air Force. And I was in sales and marketing in the Air Force. She was in sales and marketing as a, as a civilian. So I pondered, what was I gonna do? Was I gonna just open up a new business? Was I gonna go work in a civilian capacity with the Air Force as a contractor, as a uh, GS employee? I wasn't sure. So I was looking at uh, all kinds of different avenues. And then one day she said, Johnny, why don't we just become realtors together? Yeah. You have a skill set where you can market and you can help us grow and get our names out there. Because my wife and I are pretty dynamic. She's more of the passive behind the scenes gal and I'm the upfront, not in your face, but I'm the guy that you see. And so I said, that makes sense. We can put our, our, um, our skill set together and become a real estate team. So it was very scary, but when I figured out what I wanted to do, it became seamless. Now keep in mind, Frank, this all happened during COVID. I retired during COVID. I didn't even have a retirement ceremony. But yeah. I, was, I was still scared and the housing market was going crazy and we didn't know what was going on, what was gonna happen. But it worked out in our favor and I was able to get my first deal, my second deal, my third deal. And it just kept going and going and going. And today we have a pretty good referral network. We're pretty uh, active on social media. Sure. So it's been, uh, it's been a blessing. Uh, going in from uh, the Air Force into a civilian was a smooth transition for me, but I can see it could be challenging for other Air Force members or military members in general because they're not sure what they want to do mm -hmm. after. So if anybody ever needs some advice, they can, they can hit me up as well, and I can, I can uh, mentor them yeah. uh, to help them out with, with the successful sure, yeah. afterlife. Share your experiences, um, mm -hmm. and, and sounds mm -hmm. like you know, your transition probably mm -hmm. isn't that far off from anybody else. You know, as I look at you know, transition in the next couple of years, that uncertainty is, uh, is scary. Mm -hmm. you know, so um, good insight. Um, and so now you guys have top flight, is that yep. right? Southside South Realty Top, Group. Yeah. So we formed up, um, obviously, husband and wife team, and we were in, in, with the, the J-Par Real Estate Brokerage, JP and Associates Realtors. So we were part of that broker, our brokerage, and then we said, why don't we, since we like training and developing people, why don't we take on the extra responsibility of being a team? So my wife and I, we have other military members that are currently in, and, they've, and uh, they're retired. So now they're part of our, of our real estate team. Yeah. And so together we have over 120 years of Air Force and spouse experience together on our real estate team. Right. So we pride ourselves in knowing how to take care of the veteran, how to take care of them when they PCS, 
uh, there's a lot of burdens and a lot of stress when it comes to PCS, especially when you're buying a house when, while you're overseas. Especially when you're buying a house when you're deployed. We've worked with those people before where we are their eyes and ears um, on the ground here in San Antonio. We go out there and we do virtual tours. We do all kinds of things for them. And we tell them, make sure you trust us to smell the home, to look at the rest of the neighborhood, to give you the, the law of the land as far as people cutting their grass and all these kind of things. So all that's pretty important. Yeah. So we have Absolutely. to have that mutual understanding and that trust, faith, and confidence in each other that we're gonna get the job done. Right. And it's worked out. My my real estate team has been phenomenal. Yeah. And we're just we're rocking it right now. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, shout out to the Top Flight, uh, great organization, mm -hmm. helping out a lot of veterans in the San Antonio mm -hmm. area. Um, you know, one one thing that I tie is a kind of a leadership concept mm -hmm. to real estate is the ability to network and how the networking kind of kind of ties in with your ability to be a good real estate agent. Can you uh, can you link some of those for us? Another great question, Frank. Yeah. You're just throwing out these bangers, man. Yeah, yeah. So the ability to network is so crucial in in today's uh, day and age. Whether you're networking on social media or organically uh, networking out at different events, such as this. I implore the military members that are about to get out, to get out there and start trying to figure out what you're gonna do, but start networking, start meeting new people. When you hang out with successful people, good things happen for you. Yeah. When you hang out with successful people, new opportunities arise that are gonna make you better. Because when we're in the Air Force, we're in a little bubble, right? The mission, all these different things, our squadrons, our groups, all these different things are our focus. But you gotta keep in mind, at some point, the Air Force is gonna end. Yeah. And the ones who are gonna be there for you are your family members and your support system that you've connected with throughout your, your, uh, your uh, transition. Sure. So I was able to be, I was able to network because I'm a small business owner as well. Right. I open up my small business. I have a marketing company and it's called Party People Photo Booth. So we do marketing and photo booth together. But I was able to start transitioning in 2015. Mm -hmm. So since 2015, I've been dealing with a lot of wedding industry people, mm -hmm. a lot of corporate clients that we have with USAA, Schlitterbahn, um, Texas Lotto, uh, TuneIn Radio, all these different people. And we've been able to build these relationships and the, the cliche today, either you're networking or you're not working. Right. Right. Yeah. And so I was able to network and get out there and build these relationships. Building relationships is the key to success, mm -hmm. whether you're in the Air Force or whether you're a civilian. So like I said earlier, get out there, get out of your comfort zone. Because a lot of people are like, oh, no, I'm in the Air Force. I got five more years to go, six more years. I won't. I don't need networking right now. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yeah. Everybody needs somebody to uh, mentor them and to show them a different aspect. Right. Because we are in a military mind, but at some point, like I said, it's going to end. So you need to get your mind ready for the next level and the next chapter in your life. So networking, whether it's a networking group, social media, or just getting out there with friends and family and uh, meeting some of their friends and family, so important. Right, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. you're speaking to me because, mm -hmm. um, you know, when, you know I, we go to conventions like this, mm -hmm. as a military member, we come to conventions like this, you know, once or twice a year mm -hmm. um, for some of us, and it's easy to go to your seat, watch the keynote speaker, mm -hmm. go break for lunch, come back and hear the rest of the briefers and then go about your day. Mm -hmm. But I would challenge you, especially for my introverts, um, to come out with a goal 
and say, I'm gonna talk to 10 people today that I do not know, right? Uh, and so I'll admit that I went to a convention, even as a chief, I went to a convention uh, a couple months ago and that was a goal that I set for myself and I didn't. I didn't make that 10 person goal that I wanted to make. And so um, speaking of that, you know, I don't consider you to be an introvert. I consider you to have an extrovert personality. Um, is that a good read or is that? It's, it's a pretty good read. Uh, yeah. I kind of embarrass my wife sometimes because I go talk to everybody. <laughs> yeah. I've never met a stranger. Yeah. So whether I'm sitting having some drinks somewhere or in a restaurant or at a place like this, I just go up to people and say, how you doing? And right. I compliment them. Mm -hmm. It's always good to compliment people because you, people, uh, you affect people. Not, not only you, you make them smile, right. you make them feel good. And they remember how you made them feel. Yeah. So I go out and shake my shake their hand, or I give them a uh, give them a dab. I know we're we had uh, just got over COVID. Right. We're, but, doing, we're doing fist bumps. You know, fist bumps, whatever. Um, but just compliment them. Hey, you look you, you look you know you look pretty sharp today, or anything. And it just gets a conversation going. Yeah. And it, to me, it's pretty easy because I learned that in recruiting, mm. just talking to people. But it is tough, and I can see it's challenging for people just to go up to a random stranger and just start speaking. Right. But I do have a certain technique. Just so when I'm speaking in front of a, of, of a big crowd, I have techniques internally in my mind that I, that I go through. Um, but I, yeah, for those in, oh, introverts, find something within you to get out there and just try to, try to do something different. Yeah. So my personal goal is each week, I wanna meet two new influencers that are gonna be part of my circle. It could be business owners, it could be just friendly neighbors, it could be military members, it could be anybody, but just two new people that are positive. Mm -hmm. I don't want negative people, I right. want positive people in my circle that could potentially make me better or that I can potentially make them better. Yeah. It's not always about making me better, it's always about a mutual agreement. And if I can see somebody who's in distress, somebody who can do better, somebody who can get to the next level, I'm always willing to help them out as yeah, well. Yeah. So two new people a week, that's my personal goal. But that is good. Ten new people at any event like this yeah. is great. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, I call it the, the people Rolodex, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, if, if I can get more people in the Rolodex, that allows me uh, not, not to be more popular, but really to facilitate somebody else's challenge that they might be having. Yeah. I'll be like, oh yeah, I know Sarah, she, she can do that for you. And, yeah. and so uh, to me, that's the, the meat potatoes of, of leadership or at least one of the pillars, uh, networking has to be one. But, but one of the things you mentioned was uh, complimenting people. Mm -hmm. I heard something on the radio the other day that says, you know, what, what does it take to be the most interesting person? And the common denominator was that the person that everyone thought was interesting was somebody that never said talked about themselves mm -hmm. it was always about the other person what are you doing and they were very curious about their life story their experiences and and honestly that's my whole approach mm -hmm. to uh to communicating with folks and and trying to build that rolodex as well it's very so, important yeah that I, is good yeah um all right so you know as we as we kind of look at the next part where I want to talk about is, is um, you know, you, you mentioned being a business owner. Uh, what advice do you have for, for veterans that are transitioning and they want to be a business owner? Go for it. If you really want to uh, get out there and, and create a legacy, create another layer of income, another source of income, passive income, direct income, it doesn't matter. And it's not always about income. It's about relationships, like I said. A lot of business owners, what I've noticed, 
I won't say a lot, but there's a handful. They all go for the money first. Wrong, wrong. You go for the relationships first. Mm. When you build relationships, the money will come later on. So my advice to any business owners, not only military business owners, go for it, but make sure you're doing it the right way. Mm. Make sure your business model entails building relationships right. first. That should be at the very top of the totem pole. Yeah. Because when you build relationships, people are gonna like you, they're gonna trust you, they're gonna refer you, and then business is just gonna be like a full circle. Yeah. And keep this in mind, guys. It's not who you know, it's who knows you. People always say it's who you know. No, it's who knows you. Yeah. So walking in this place, there was three people that we had just walked into that I didn't know who they were. I had seen them before, but they knew me. They were, hey, Johnny, how are yeah. you? I see you on social media. Yeah, yeah. I see you here, here, here. And it's not to do this to myself, but it's just to show you that if you're an influencer, you're active and visible. Remember the Little Brown book? Do we still have Little Brown we, book we in the Air Force? We still have the Force structure, yeah. So in that Little Brown book, I always remembered, I always kept it in my pocket. Be an active, visible leader. Because once you're out of sight, you're out of mind. Mm. So you always want to remain relevant and remain active. The people under you, whether they're in business or whether they're in the Air Force or wherever, the people around you are always gonna remember how you made them feel and they're always gonna remember you. Yeah. And the more people remember you, the more influential that you are, the more impact you've made in their lives. Yeah. And I'm a firm believer of that because these people have made an impact in my life as well. They made me feel good today. Mm -hmm. I was walking around here like I was still in the Air Force. Mm -hmm. So it made me feel good that I had an influence on them. Yeah, that's awesome. So guys, do the same thing. Get out there and just, whether you're uh, in the Air Force or not, shake hands with people and, and just make them, make them feel good and it'll make yourself feel good as yeah, well. Yeah, I think there's a lot of similarities to aspiring to be a business owner and, and aspiring just to be an effective leader. Mm -hmm. um, they go hand in hand. Yeah, they do, they really mm -hmm. do. Um, so good, good advice. Because when you're in the Air Force, you're still building a business. It's kind of your brand. Right. You're building your brand. Frank yeah. Zamorano has a brand. Yeah. You know, and every single person has a brand, and they're kind of building their business. Although it's not monetary, it is their brand. So. Yeah. And that's interesting because you know, Llama, Le Llama Leadership, Llama mm -hmm. Lounge, the podcast, it has opened some doors that mm -hmm. probably would would have never opened. And, and that's not because we do the podcast, but that's because of the people that we've had on. That's because of the listeners. Mm -hmm. um, and you, we all just talk about things that are genuine to us. Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, you, you kind of just, you build relationships, just like you said. And building the relationship op is what opens mm -hmm. the doors for you. And you are doing a good job, my friend. Yeah. Doing a great job. Well, I appreciate that. Yep. I appreciate it. I'm trying. Um, all right. So as we, as we come to a close here, um, I, I just wanted to ask you a couple of personal questions. Okay. Um, you know, I, I would definitely consider you to be, you know, a, a successful transitioned retired Air Force member, uh, a great uh, contributor to the community. Thank you. What inspires you to do all this? What gives you the energy? My wife, my family, mm -hmm. uh, carrying on a legacy after I, you know, whether I pass or whether I'm old and, you know, nursing home, whatever, I want them to remember, hey, my dad was a motivator. My dad led us to success. My dad stayed in, stayed on my behind so I can be in the position I am today. Yeah. Because everybody, every parent should want their kids to be better than them. Mm -hmm. I want to show my kids that I'm not lazy, mm -hmm. 
that I am motivated and I want them to be successful. Yeah. Um, so that drives me and motivates me. Every time I see their little faces, it makes me want to elevate them mm -hmm. all the time. And I know sometimes they're like, ah, oh, dad, you don't, you don't know anything. Because, I mean, we're dad. Yeah. They don't look at us as leaders and influencers. They just look at us as dad and the guy who's always nagging on them, forcing them to, to level up. But that, great question, Frank, and that is who motivates me, my wife, yeah. putting a smile on her face. And she has a lot of visions and a lot of uh, expectations and ideas. But just having her on my side makes my transition in my life that much easier. That's awesome. Um, and of course, people, people around me as well, uh, family members and, and other business owners and things like that. But those three individuals drive me to the moon. Yeah. Yep, and, and I love him for it. Yeah, I, you know, I, I can certainly mm -hmm. attest to, to having, uh, to being married and having my mm -hmm. rock. Mm -hmm. um, you, you definitely need, you need that steady foundation mm -hmm. so that uh, you can get up in the morning and, and go to war. Absolutely. So uh, that's awesome. That's inspiring. Um, all right, so let's transition here. Uh, what are some books or podcasts that you're, li you're listening to or you're reading? Um, I haven't read a book in, in a while. Um, but I do listen to a lot of podcasts, a lot of influencers on, on YouTube when I'm driving. I drive a lot in real estate. I listen to, I mentioned Gary Vee earlier. Yep. Gary Vee, uh, that was before the show. Right. Gary Vee, he, he brings it. Yeah. He brings his A, a game. He brings a lot of energy. And he puts a fire under me. Yeah. And it makes me want to get out there and just, just, yeah. just do it. Uh, E.T., the uh, yep. Eric Thomas. Yep. Inky Johnson. Those guys, I like those guys that are uh, hardcore motivators. Right. Because when I was a military training instructor, I'll, I'll go back to that, I had guys like that that would stay on me and motivate me in that way. I'm one of those, I like l reading books and listening to, to influencers on, on, uh, on podcasts, but I like the hardcore guys. Yeah. Those are the guys the that David, really get the David me. Goggins? David Goggins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, David Goggins, he's out there running. Every his, time I see him run, I'm like, I, I gotta go run. He's relentless. There's no reason why I, I can't be out there doing those yeah. things. Yeah. And that goes back to your question about limiting yourself, right? Um, time, sometimes, we all say, we don't have enough time in, in, in a day, and, but that's just, everybody has 24 hours a day. Yeah. How do other people get it done? And why can't I get it done? Mm -hmm. So those are things that David Goggins influences me about as well. Sure. Just get it done. Yeah. So th those, are, those are just a few. Yeah. I, I have a whole bunch more. Well, but I, I encourage you to check out David Goggins' book. Mm -hmm. um, he, he talks about his life and, mm -hmm. and how he started, and it's pretty graphic, but it's a, it's a pretty awesome story yep. he has. Um, all right, so uh, kind of a last question for you. Uh, as, as listeners get to know, now they know who Johnny Martinez is, how can they contact you? Uh, what's some of your information out there on social media? So I'm on social media, Johnny Martinez, veteran realtor on Facebook as well as Instagram. I do have a TikTok as well. I don't get on there and, and sing and dance, dances. but I, I go on there and yeah. um, I, I post some content. Uh, you can reach me at topflightrealtygroup.com. Yeah. Um, that's on, on the World Wide Web. Um, I'm very involved in the community as well. If you're out in New Braunfels or San Antonio, around Randolph or Lackland, I'm usually around those areas. Fort yeah. Sam, I help a lot of uh, military people there. But uh, follow me on Facebook. You can even follow me on my personal page, yeah. Johnny Martinez. Awesome. So yeah, and I check out New Braunfels Nightlife because I'm trying to figure out where I want to eat, uh, <laughs> and uh, they're normally at some good places. So uh, I'm definitely on there following you guys. Um, I definitely wanted to uh, leave you with uh, with a little token of appreciation. Uh, it's our patch. 
Uh, it's, it's same exact as the as the flag behind me. Uh, salt through. It's kind of our it's kind of our motto for the Lama it. leadership team. So I wanted to present that to you, buddy. I love it. I yeah. love it. Thanks, man. This um, be perfect for my hat. Yeah. Right here. Yeah. Let's check it out. Let's see what it looks like. All right. Let's yeah. Let's check it out. While he's doing that, I want to do a couple of quick shout outs. Um, first, we got to give a, a special thanks to our sponsor uh, for always providing the freshest ingredients and some of the best barbecue spices and rubs that are on the market right now. Be sure to check out BlazingStarBBQ.com. Also, a special shout out to the Air Force Sergeants Association for really allowing us to have this platform, for having this event, uh, to allow us to have these amazing guests here. Um, so again, right on. So I. That hat looks amazing. Uh, I mean, I, I love the Air Force one, but this. the Lama leadership just looks that much better. Um, so, again, thanks for all you do. Thanks for your support. Johnny, thank you, brother, for being here. Thank you. Yep. And uh, keep grinding. Be a good wingman. Lama's out. Thanks for tuning in to the Lama Lounge podcast. Be sure to visit the homepage for links to products and services related to this episode. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on your podcast platform of choice. See you next time.